I have been so excited to finally have a chance to sit down and talk about my experiences and finally start my podcast but at the same time I have been so lazy and have procrastinated so much to actually record an episode and it has been a journey undoubtedly it has been a journey I have all these racing thoughts when I'm in the train I'm going to work or going to placements and I have all these racing thoughts oh this is what you know I should talk about and I make notes on my phone but when I'm actually sitting down and I have time I just forget it all yeah it's yeah Thank you so much for coming back and welcome to Unwind with Divya, a podcast where I talk about mental health and life in general from a South Asian perspective. So today I thought we can talk about gap years. I know when I say gap years, immediately not a lot of us think of taking a gap year for studies most mostly it's about taking a gap year for you know traveling and finding yourself you know you're finished school and before you start uni you want to take some time out to explore the world or you you're done with uni and before starting your work life you want to take some time off but that wasn't my story that isn't where i'm going when i say gap years that's not where we're going so i actually have two gap years yeah and uh, when i tell people oh you know i have two i took two two gap years um two years i have two years of gap years sorry so i have two years of gap years when i tell people oh i you know uh, people ask me so did you start nursing right after you finished school and i tell them no actually um i had i took two years of gap years and i used to explain everything but i have stopped and i i just wait for people to ask if you know whether or not they're interested because i sort of i sort of thought that i the the need to explain i felt the need to explain to everyone why i took a gap why i have two gap years on my you know journey or, or i don't want to say resume because that does not define me kind of thing but I used to explain people oh you know this is what I did after uni and now I'm here and then I had to explain why I chose the course that I chose and it was so exhausting and nobody let's be honest nobody not everybody wants to know the people who want to know ask me so anyway so what did I do in my two gap years I actually so I am from India and how schooling works in india is once you pass your grade 10 you choose different streams and streams being subjects that would eventually actually would define your career 
that is how it the system's been pl- put in place and this is how people choose the subjects now since saying that it doesn't mean that people are not pursuing their dreams regardless of what subjects they chose in school there are more conversations around pursuing one's passion and i have seen my own friends pursuing their dreams regardless of what subjects they chose but you know the 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 classic mindset was okay if you chose the math stream the math stream was physics chemistry and maths that's called pcm is if you want to become an engineer that was like the basic thing people do so much more than that if you chose physics chemistry biology you, you know if you say some say to someone oh i have pcb immediately doctor nothing else commerce you know you're going business and then humanities okay there is so much stigma around choosing humanities because the generation before us used to divide all these subjects based on what percentage you got in your grade 10 you know the higher percentage students would go choose the maths and biology streams the little lower would go choose commerce and a little lower than that would choose humanities but nowadays people are choosing these subjects based on their tastes and not on what percentage they got or what they want to become but so in saying that i chose physics chemistry and biology and you might get a hint of what i'm where i'm going with this is that yes i went with pcb with the intention of pursuing medicine now those of you know my journey you know i chose pcb i dropped two years and i gave the med school entrance exam in india and what not so i'll break it down of what my gap years looked like and where how i am where i am right now all right so after up until my grade 12 so from grade 11 and uh, from after grade 10 in grade 11 and 12 i studied physics chemistry and biology along with english and um an optional subject and after my grade 12 i sat for the pre med um entrance exam which is called neat in india and i gave that exam i qualified the exam so you have a qualifying score then you have cut off scores based on each reservation you like your caste and i qualified this exam i passed the exam but my scores weren't good enough for a government college so after my grade 12 i decided to drop a year and uh, and prepare for the exam so my whole focus for those two years was studying physics chemistry biology preparing for the exam and i studied the same course for two years and if four years technically but if you exclude the 11th grade 11 and 12 then it was two years and i studied the same thing <laughs> for two years gave the exam 
three times, once in grade 12 and then two years after. All three times I passed the exam but did not get enough marks to qualify for a government college. And why I'm fixated on a government college is that it's there's no actually no point in studying in a private college because you want to study medicine at a place where you have a lot of patients. You can't just have a textbook and study. And this is my opinion. And I don't mean to disrespect anyone who studies in a private medical college. It's their choice. But to me, it did not. It wasn't a practical option. And, you know, you're paying a huge amount of money and financial aspect side of things were another things that I have to consider. So I, after my grade 12, I stayed in my home city while my friends, it's not that there were a few of my other friends actually were preparing for the same exam. Some were preparing for the engineering entrance exams. So we were in the same city and we were going through the same thing, but we didn't meet very often. It was the because of a lot of reasons and we just were following the same routine, you know, get up, go to coaching classes. Okay, so another thing, when you're preparing for these exams in India, there are extra classes specifically for these subjects they help you prepare for these exams and we call them coaching classes so it could either be like a school routine where you go in the morning you cover all these subjects and you come back in the afternoon or you could either just do the subjects that you want to so I have done actually both of the curriculum where in my first year of taking a gap year I did like a school routine. It was a coaching class, but it felt like school because I we used to go, we used to start at 7 a.m. and finish at 3 p.m. And we used to go through physics, chemistry, botany, zoology. And we used to have routine, routine exams, mock-up tests and all of that jazz. But in my second year, I actually only took physics and chemistry classes and I studied biology by myself. So yeah, so it was this routine that you know you you're going 5 days a week and then on weekends you always had exams like mock up tests. You hardly had any time left for any other thing. Like my social life was non-existent. Literally no social life whatsoever. And in days where I had time to myself, I was catching up on sleep. I am a sort of I'm a person who wakes up early like I'm I'm a morning person. I cannot study late at night. As much as I have tried, I will doze off. <laughs> but yeah, so I used to catch up on sleep on my days off which which we hardly had any because the guilt of taking a day off in the South Asian community is on next level. We will know we will we might die into it later but I had such social anxiety because of that same routine of for two years and I knew that people def- I was defined by that exam 
I the that was my only image for those two years that Divya is preparing for NEET exam. Divya is dropping another year for NEET exam. That was the only image. That was the only thing that defined me. There was no other thing. There was nothing else going on in my life. I, I right now at this point of as at this point of my life, I have so many things that define me. But at that time. In 2018 and 19, there were only there was only one thing, and when I look back, and it is so disheartening because I am so much more than just that exam, and I am much more like I can give much more to the world than just preparing for that exam, and it is funny because at that time. It wasn't that like people were putting this pressure on me. It was my own choice. It was my own decision that, you know, I want to give this exam. I want to study medicine. I I, I, ha- I don't want to do anything else. But the effect it had on my mental health, I didn't realize that at that time. I was, I was like a robot. And everyone else who prepares for this exam if you have, you know what I'm talking about. I I used to be hesitant in meeting people, going out, because I knew the only question that they they will ever ask me will be, oh, how's your preparation going? What what sort of marks are you getting in your mock-up exams? What was the cutoff last year? The cutoff being the lowest mark that a student got admission in a government college for example the neat exam was for 720 marks and five for example the cutoff for this year is 560 for general category which being upper caste people so the, whoever got 560 was the last person to get into a medical college and people be, be, the, who got marks below that didn't get into a government college. They'll be directed to other options. So they would ask me, oh, what was your cut? What was the cutoff last year? What the cutoff looks like this year? And then they would dive, they would dive in how how the ex- how exhausting the process is and it is so cruel on students and it is so cruel on you know people who are upper caste because they have to get higher mask marks and it was just the conversations were so repetitive that i just stopped going out if we had a wedding in family and if we had uh, whether it was local or in another city doesn't matter i never went I stopped going into like family events. I avoided people as much as I could because I did not felt like answering people. I avoided talking to my relatives on the phone because the questions were so repetitive and it was so same. Like, ask me about how I'm doing. Ask me, you know, what's, what's the latest movie I watched. But no, it was so hard yeah so I just yeah I just gave up I stopped going because there was no point I was so isolated I felt so isolated because what else am I going to talk about my first year of taking 
this exam was okay because there were other student other friends of mine who were doing it with me but the second year okay so there was this closest friend of mine from the coaching class that i used to go she in the second year she decided to uh pursue bachelor's of science my other friend who moved to a different city she actually got through the medical college so i was so proud of her i am very proud of her so she went to medical college this other friend of mine he he qualified the exam he went to an engineering college and i had other people who were taking the exam but i wasn't close to them i just knew of them but in my second year i think was probably the hardest and to be honest i don't it feels like i was in a black hole because when i try to think about the 2019 2018 to 2019 that my my i wasn't myself i uh, to be honest i didn't know what my usual self was like what what's my baseline you know to speaking in medical terms baseline baseline what's my baseline i don't i didn't know and it was really hard because when i look look back now is everything seems a blur i cannot recall how i used to feel i cannot recall how i used to spend my days it's just that i can all i can think of is me just going to physics and chemistry classes taking those mock mock exams crying um over you know not scoring as well as i thought and i had no social life literally i did not make any friends in that one year i had people that i used to sit with in the classes but outside of those classes we were strangers which is why you know other thing which is very funny that reminds me is that when you met new people you did not introduce yourself by your name like i said your name did not define you the year of you dropping defined you for example somebody who's fresh out of grade 12 would say oh i'm a fresher someone who has already dropped one year would say oh i'm a repeater and then they would ask you oh f- first year second year third year whatever and this is how people remembered each other was like oh look at that that's a fresher look at her she doesn't know how hard it is or that person oh look at him he's a repeater he's probably not focusing enough or or he's so amazing but i don't know why he's not getting into medical college and that is what defined you you know people were on the streets just asking each other oh are you a fresher or are you a repeater and it took me by shock was that nobody cared about my name nobody cared and <laughs> it is so funny to reflect back on those memories another reason why i stopped going to those family events were that if you if i okay this is very funny <laughs> it's it's really hard to understand the mindset of indian families is that if you go to if if you decided okay you know what i deserve a break i deserve to go out i deserve to you know go out and treat myself to nice meal and you go to these events and then people would ask you the same questions and then they would you know talk behind your back oh look at her she is 
a repeater but you know she's coming to these events and but at your face they would be like oh you know this is so good you're taking a break and it is so important to take a break like i i, <laughs> I have i have heard people talk behind my back was like oh look at her she's you know she has so much time probably that's why she did not get through the college get through the exam and if you're doing something for yourself people would think that you're not putting enough hard work in preparing for the exam like it was really tricky if my friends are back in town and i want to go and meet them i had to prepare myself to ask my parents for permission or oh, can i go and meet my friend because the answer would always be focus on your studies and you know you can't give you can't just think this is what was expected is that you think about this exam you you breathe and you sleep and you do whatever 24/7 you should be thinking about this exam and if you thought you could take a break that was unacceptable a lot of times i did not even think about asking my parents can i go and meet my friends because i knew what their answer would be i knew what the follow up conversation would look like as supportive as my mom and dad are there have been times where i just wanted to go and relax and get a fresh get some fresh air but because i knew what the conversations would look like i just decided against it i just said you know what i'm busy i told my friends i'm busy i, I have I've I may I used to make up exams or have this that, and yeah, because they would they would think that you know you're not putting enough focus on your studies and the follow up questions would would be like oh you know do you think you're prepared enough do you think the other people care about your preparation and this would go on for days and this would impact other other decisions. of your daily life like you know if you decided on doing of studying downstairs rather than upstairs i mean it's it's it was a whole it, it became a part of your lifestyle so yeah i i just yeah sometimes i gave up i did not even ask them the the fir- the first time the first year that i dropped i had some doubts on continuing this path The other thing is that nobody prepares you for what comes after. You know when you get the results and you see the whole year you prepared for this exam and you you're seeing your results and you you see that you haven't made it through. It honestly is the most horrible thing, horrible feeling. I remember the first time um when I got the results. I was taking another exam on that day and I came out from the exam center and my dad told me my results but he was he was like very comforting he was like it's okay it was your first time you did not have any external help like a lot of people a lot of most of the students actually I was the only one in my grade 11 and 12 that who wasn't going to coaching classes apart from school you go to tuition or coaching i was the only one in my class so my the first time i gave the exam and i got the results my dad was really supportive I was like it's okay you didn't have 
you know, proper help in preparing. It's okay. You know, you have decided to drop another year and we'll see how we go. But the 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 my first year of dropping and when I got the results, I didn't get through. And it's funny because we, me and my friend, we decided to go out. That was our, that was literally right after. So we have three med school exams for different colleges. One's, one is Nate, which is like all, all over India. The other one's Ames and the other one was Jipmar. So we gave, I remember we gave the exam end of June. And then early July, I think we got the results. But it was like right the day after we gave the Jipmer exams, me and my friend, we decided to go out, watch a movie and, you know, grab some lunch. And we it we were, I don't even remember what movie we were watching. <laughs> I can't remember. But I did the horrible, horrible mistake of turning my phone on. I don't know why I did that. I I look I unlocked my phone and I saw messages popping through that oh my god the neat exams have neat exam results have been released and this other friend of mine who moved to a different who moved to a different city she messaged oh I got um this mark and I I think I've made it through and I ha- I was so overwhelmed because I didn't check my results and me and my friend decided we're going to wait until we finish the movie, had some lunch and then when we get home, we'll check the results. So to check the results, you need to put the roll number, which is like a designated number you get. And yeah, you need to put that in and uh, you put your date of birth and you get the results on from the portal. But um, because people are, people are, so everyone's, there's a huge number of students that stayed for this exam from all over India and the site sometimes doesn't work because there are so many people constantly trying to get the results anyway so we had some lunch but through that half part of the movie through the lunch we were so jittery we were so uh, are we overwhelmed because we were like what's gonna happen we don't know and we're like okay we're gonna go home and check our results I took public transport and uh, if, if you guys might have seen we called auto which is like a three-wheeler uh, public transport in India and I was sitting in the auto and I had to change it um, I had to change autos to go home and I was crossing and in in my fir- I was sitting in the auto and I was and I I don't know I was so uh, restless that I literally wanted to just see my result and get it over with I popped my roll number in and I put put my date of birth and my results came up and I saw my marks and I and I knew that I I because my marks weren't good enough for the expected cutoff and I knew that you know I haven't made it through and so we stopped and I had to change to another auto and I and I it was all a blur I was literally in robotic mode I just gave the money to the guy and then I walked I was crossing the street and there's let me tell you if you know you know that there are no pedestrian crossings in India so I was walking and I was crossing the busiest part of the city and Honestly, I don't know how 
I made it through because I had tears in my eyes. I was shivering. I was shaking. It was summers, but I was shaking and shivering. I crossed the road. I sat in another auto. I was just trying to hold myself because I did not want it to break down. You know, while random strangers are sitting next to me. I came home. There was nobody at home. My dad obviously knew that the results are out. So he came home early from work. And as soon as he walked in and he said, oh, Divya, have you checked your results? I just broke down. And I cried so much. So I had a lot of doubts after like, should I continue or should I think about other pathways? But the thing was, I only saw healthcare. That was the only thing for me. I, I did not think of anything else. Anything else did not matter to me. I could not even think of, you know, pursuing bachelors of science and or studying psychology. But when I saw my results and the question of the conversation of what next started coming up I did think maybe this is not for me maybe I should think about something else like you know life is not just medicine and all of that you know thoughts that come up Um, and I did have conversations about pursuing something else but the way the options that were presented to me was the way that was screaming that I'm choosing an easy way out. It is so hard to explain. So a lot of students actually do bachelors of science while preparing for this exam. So that was the option for me as well. But I'm a person who likes to give 100% to one thing rather than giving 50-50. Even though people said, you know, even though my dad was like, you don't have to focus so much on your undergrad. You can just focus on this exam. I don't think I could survive like that. So I told him no. And I said, no, I, you know what? I'm just going to prepare for this exam again. But the second year, like I was saying, it was a hay- I, it was hazy. It It was a blur. I don't know how I survived that. And yeah, I had no social life. I was just following one routine. And, but I did not, I qualified the exam. I passed the exam, but I did not get enough marks again to go through a government college. And that was the time I told my dad, literally straight up facts. I can't do this anymore. I said to him, And actually, even before the exam result came out, I started exploring other options because I knew in in my heart, I knew there's a high chance I'm not going to make it. And I, I better start looking for other options. And I told my dad, if I don't make it this time, I'm not doing it again, which he was supportive of. He said, you know, let's see what happens. Actually, you know what? It is very interesting because I used to do sort of well on my mock-up exams, mock-up tests that the coaching institutes would do. But I don't know what used to happen to me during the actual exam day that I would, I don't know, I I performed way worse than what I used to expect. But anyway, I told my dad, I can't do this. I 
I, 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 yeah, this is not for me. And I started looking into a lot of options. And, uh, and it's funny because how I ended up in Australia, it has been a journey. That's another story as well, is that I, so we didn't immediately think of nursing. I, I personally, I never thought I would do nursing. Nursing is not very, um, like a first option, not first or second option that people would go for. It is not very reputated in India, which is very sad. They're not respected enough for their hard work and all the work that they do. And it, yeah, it was never an option to study nursing in India. And uh, we started exploring options abroad because I, my whole life, the plan was to do my undergrad in India and move to Australia. So we started exploring more options because doing medicine straight away in Australia wasn't an option. It was too expensive for me. So we thought about going to Canada. I mean, I thought about going to Canada and I started exploring psychology and I I did so much research in Canada and then other countries but then it my heart was like still uncertain for that option and it wasn't you know when you're trying to decide and it looks good when you hear about it but when you think about being in that situation it wasn't like I, I didn't feel I didn't feel peaceful with that decision. So we thought about uh, another there's another option or, oh, you know, I could go pursue medicine in another country like like China or Mauritius or Thailand and oh, sorry, not Thailand, Philippines. And uh, a lot of Indian students go to these countries. They pursue their medicine, come back to India, give the um the medical school the licensing exam and then they can practice in India so my me and my dad we started exploring that option we actually started preparing for China I started preparing the paperwork for China and but then the conversation to do nursing it was me my uncle and my dad it's like, if I eventually want to end up in Australia, why am I going to another country? Then I have to come back to India and then, you know, come go try and go to Australia. Like, it, it did not seem practical. And um, another thing was, oh, in, in, the, in the back of my head, we, we do say age is just a number, but I don't think that's the case. It wasn't the case back then. I mean, either... It's a hard conversation because people say that, but they don't mean it. And pe- people were like, oh my God, she's, you know, she's she is already growing and she is already in her 20s. She's touching her 20s now. She's going to go to another country and, you know, five, six years there, then come back. And by the time she's 30, that's when she'll go to another country. What What is her life going to look like? But I have been very lucky in the terms that my family doesn't really doesn't really have any 
age restriction of you know this is where this is the time you should have been done by with your study this is the time you should be done with your studies this is a, this is the time you should get by this is the age that you should get married i don't have that kind of environment growing up and i'm i i didn't have that and i'm very lucky but personally as well because i grew up in that environment i used to think oh my god by the time i used to think oh by the time i'm 25 i should be done with uni like at least undergrad i should be thinking about postgrad and all of that so it did not seem practical to go to another country then come back to india then try and go to australia no so we actually thought why not nursing yes nursing is not respected enough in india but that's not the case in australia you have so many more pathways after nursing and that's how i actually applied to nursing colleges and the journey wasn't easy i was rejected from all the universities because i had two years of gap year on my portfolio and amongst other things that wasn't acceptable and that's that's why i did diploma of nursing first and then now i'm doing my bachelor's of nursing and which is funny because i used to think oh but i'm the by the time i'm 25 i should be done which is going to be the case anyway like by the time i'm 25 i will be done with nursing undergrad and i i will ha- i will be thinking about pursuing what i want to do after but <laughs> my decision to study nursing wasn't very favorable by my relatives because i got a lot of side eyes for oh nursing or oh, she used to dream about being in medicine and nursing you know choosing something other than medicine and people it was very frowned upon it's not a general idea but it was in my case that oh she could have just pursued something else why nursing i my mom my mom heard a lot of um comments on that and i just told her you know you don't have to answer them just ignore just tell them it was my decision you don't have to take anything on you that kind of things and to this day i get comments like oh you know why nursing nursing is nursing and medicine medicine that kind of mindset still lives in 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 my family in not my immediate family mind you in like far 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 relatives <laughs> which is yeah very interesting so that's how i actually ended up studying nursing and to be very very honest i'm very happy i am happy that i was able to escape that black hole where i didn't know what i was doing with my life when i was just going you know with a routine just just doing one thing and there was no end to it i'm so happy that i'm out of that error i was an error for me those two years were probably something that i won't forget but i would like to they did teach me a lot of things and those two years left me with lack of confidence my social anxiety my lack of trying to make 
relationships. You know, I prefer to stay by myself. I prefer to be, I think that, you know, I should be studying and I should be focusing all the time. But I've sort of started to get out of that mindset and started to get out of my comfort zone. And I'm pursuing, I'm pursuing so many other things. And today I'm not just a nursing student. I'm not just someone who works in healthcare. I'm also someone who does volunteer work. I'm also someone who does copywriting. I'm also someone who, you know, is is like so much more. Like there's not just one thing that's defining me today. And it it was a very, very tough journey. You know, when people say, oh, I would, if I had to, I would do it again to be here. Maybe, maybe I wouldn't say that <laughs> because it left me with so many things that I can't even express in words. It it affected my relationship with my parents. It affected my relationship with my friends. While I, when I used to meet my other friends from school and they had amazing friendships going on because you know they were in college and they were sharing experiences while I was busy with the routine and I'm sure there are other people who have gone through the same thing but I felt so invalidated and I felt so lonely because I had no connection with my school friends at that time I am connected with them now but at that time I wasn't because again if I am connecting with them, if I'm spending time with them, I'm not focusing on exam. That was the mindset that was embedded into me. Well, that was what my gap years looked like. And yet yeah, it, it is it is so strange. It was a strange idea to me that people take gap years just to travel and explore. But yeah, I haven't had that experience. And yeah, but that is all i had for this episode um i don't know if you guys were able to relate and if you're someone who's studying for that exam right now please don't be demotivated from my experiences i'm sure every i know that everybody everybody has a different story and i'm sure your story is going to be just as amazing and you will find your path and if you're someone who has gone through it and you're in your dream university I am so proud of you and if you're someone who's like me who did preparation for this exam but did not go through with it and is pursuing something else you're incredible too don't think that you chose an easy way out just because you didn't qualify this exam because it took me three years but I've finally realized that this does not define me it was just a part of my life so whatever you're doing you're doing amazing and I'm so proud of you and if you're someone who did not have any idea of how the system works please feel free to talk to if you want if you have any questions 
if you have any queries please feel free to message me on my instagram unwind with divya and yeah we can have a conversation there but regardless of that regardless of what your journey has been wherever you are right now i am proud of you and can't wait to see what amazing work you do thank you so much for joining and i'll see you soon bye